In Dallas, Texas, three shots were fired at President Kennedy's motorcade in downtown Dallas. The CIA secretly funded the medical experiments through a front in New York City called, of all things, the Society for the Protection of Human Ecology. There's a lot of misinformation, disinformation, and outright lies. We have some problems over here right now, and we might have a hijack over here too. This is a conspiracy indoctrination program. Co-Indoc-Pro. In this broadcast, we will be examining the strange, deranged, unexplained, and unsolved. Some topics will be rooted in conspiracy, others shrouded in mystery. Connections will be made, and agendas exposed. So prepare your mind, because the indoctrination begins now. What's up, y'all? What up, dogs? What up, dogs? Welcome back to the Conspiracy Indoctrination Program, Co-Indoc Pro, Episode 42. (laughs) Conspiracy Indoctrination Program. Still got the slide whistle. Still got the slide whistle. Going to be here for a while. Yeah. So, question. It's been almost a year. Yes, Dwight. We've been on the air for almost... Oh, wait. question we've been on the air for almost a year now do we need a new intro no i mean this is a staple at this point you don't think we should remix do a different intro i like this one i mean is that something you wanted no i'm just i'm just wondering maybe ask the masses i'll ask the masses because i had something in my mind if i needed to do a second intro it was going to be like you know feedback guitar feedback a couple of cracks a couple of <laughs> maybe a burp or two i mean that's the entire that's basically that goes the whole show and, yeah so i don't think you need and the sound of a boner yeah and then teeth are chattering bro <laughs> anyway i'm throwing it out there to you if you think we need a new um intro hit us up info.coendocpro at yahoo.com or submit your own. Or just make one and send it to us. <laughs> anyway, we're back. Episode 42. Official sponsors of the channel of the show. The official is uh, Myers Meat. Still working on them. Gotta do it. Still working on that Myers Meat. Uh, I thought she was pretty good, dude. Still yep. slobbing on that meat. Mm-hmm. I told him the Willies could go pro 100%. Mm-hmm. I would buy that. If it, was a, if it was in a gas station, I would buy that shit. Yep. I'm working on the mango habanero. That one burned my stomach <laughs> last week, but like I told him today, I said, dude, I've been eating like... What else did it burn? Uh, no, surprisingly, okay. it was not burning on the outro. <laughs> it didn't. Surprisingly. Because I figured that was coming. <laughs> you got a fight coming. It's coming today. Gotta fight for your rights. Um, so, 
I told him today, I said, dude, I've been eating probably like a half to a one stick a day of the mango habanero and my body's adapting. I'm evolving. I am now used to building the habaneros. Up. I'm building up a scar tolerant, tissue. Tolerant scar tissue slash man what, stomach. Yeah, I've got a man <laughs> stomach now, yo. Anyway. So yeah, the official uh sponsor of the show, Myers Meats, and then we've got another new official sponsor. Ten thirty two apparel. He told me today he wants your guys' shirt sizes. And then you need to pick out a shirt because he's going to hook you up. Sick. Large. I'm a medium. Schmedium. 3X. Moo-moo. <laughs> this guy's um, got a moo-moo. Dude, it's more like 4X. Yeah. <laughs> True. No, it's not. <laughs> so we got an XL. Yeah. An L. And a medium. Schmedium. Sick. So that's coming next week. I mean, I could do a large, but it might look Please like don't. spandex. On you know me. what? Please don't. You know what? Two mediums and one large. <laughs> Come in with my belly. You look like the Buddha. <laughs> Come in and do some belly dancing for y'all. Uh, uh, I just barfed in my that. mouth. Finger symbols. Ping, 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 ping. <laughs> Make sure there's sunlight, man. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just take some of the empty D cans and. Oh, there you go. Speaking of, speaking of uh, liquid death, the official beverage of the show is liquid death, liquid D, and vodka, of course. That's right. Um, we have made another D addict out there. My buddy Corey hit me up, said, dude, but he's on the mango train, son, the mango. Mango, huh? <laughs> so. Chugging the mango. Yep. I'm just saying, dude, we, they, Liquid Death is missing the boat here, dude. They sponsored that old lady drummer. Do you guys see that? No. Hmm. The one from YouTube, the one that plays like Disturbed and all the hardcore stuff. And she's Ooh. like a grandma. <clears throat> Never dude, heard of it. she ain't bringing you guys more Liquid D drinkers than Cohen Doc Pro is. We've brought you at least like nine people at this point. <laughs> I mean, that's and that's solid. I mean, that's a good core demographic. Right and there. that's a solid, yeah. And that's a solid. Like, we've only been promoting the D for a couple months. Yeah. Just think what we could do if it was official, not the unofficial official, but if it was official, official. So, yeah. somebody needs to reach out to Liquid D and let them know that Cohen Doc Pro is. Bringing, bringing them business, dude. Yeah, we're bringing we're it. We're slurping your D every time <laughs> we're on this live uh, show. Live at Studio G, slurping the D. <laughs> Get it. Anyway, so yeah. um, It's almost been our year anniversary. Next week will be one year when we started recording. I'm bringing you guys flowers. <laughs> Oops, spoiler alert. <laughs> spoiler alert. Um, what am I going to bring you guys? Probably we'll come in here. Some merch. rose petals all over the floor. <laughs> yeah. Candles. Candles. <laughs> candles lit. Uh, that will be weird, but and we'll, be, we'll deal with it. Naked. <laughs> A big thing. Do you guys do anal? <laughs> I saw some video that long time ago. Funny. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, I can <laughs> see that in my mind. <laughs> uh, there's already been like 18 people that have tuned out. They're like, all right, this episode's gone off the rails. Easy. It was easy. I mean, we're only eight minutes and 26 seconds into this thing, and we're already off the rails. So long, suckers. <laughs> We have derailed just like the train in Ohio. Ooh. <laughs> Palestine. Too East soon. Palestine. From too Columbine soon. to Palestine. Yeah, my bad people. Sorry. Um, but speaking of almost a year anniversary, it's been almost, actually it has been one year since the invasion of the Ukraine. Yep. So, moment of silence for the Ukraine. Okay, enough of that. Okay. And moving on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Other fake slurps. Yeah. I don't... I don't get it. I don't understand. Well, it was the headline I saw where they said the average... uh, For the frontline people, the average lifespan is four hours. Uh, In the war in the Ukraine? Yeah. Really? Mm -hmm. Mm. Gotcha. Shouldn't we be through a bunch of people by by now? Shouldn't the war be over? It's like World War Two lasted four years or some shit. Yeah. And should they be through everybody by now? You would think. Hmm. I don't know, man. The whole thing is very weird. Um, And then Biden went over there, of course, and gave a speech to the world. I'm like, why are they letting him out of his cage to go talk to the world? Tripped up the stairs again. Yeah. He can't do these things people he just needs to be eating ice cream what was and, that and going to a war that we aren't even don't in. have troops in, in yeah. you know but right. yet we're giving away all of the secrets of the business to for them to fight it and now china's saying that they're gonna start getting in on it and backing up russia and it's just World War Three coming soon, mm-hmm. y'all. It's been a hell of a run, boys. Yep. Hopefully we make it to next week. Yeah, maybe. Well, it's been a year, so who knows how much longer he's going to need our all of our stuff, Zelensky. Well, what was the thing, too, that <clears throat> even the headline I saw about the... Uh, White House doctor, even during the during like the Obama and the Trump uh, eras, said. Even it's like, come on, get get rid of Biden. This is crazy by this point that he's still. Oh, he did. Mm-hmm. No, whatever, dude. He's in perfect health, man. Yeah. Perfect health. Doesn't wander around. Doesn't mumble. Doesn't. Do odd, weird things. Doesn't smell people. It's cool. <laughs> doesn't shake hands with the air. Yeah, air shakes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, dude, that's your granddaughter, dude. And you're on national television. Do that in the privacy of your own home. Dude's weird, man. Or just don't do it at all. <laughs> <laughs> kind of an easy thing. True. Don't do it. <laughs> To sniff or not to sniff. Uh, there was a weird Department of Energy fire in Tennessee. Do you guys see that? Mm-mm. This was brought to my attention by one of our listeners. 
um, the nuclear security administration <laughs> said that there was a fire. Um, yeah, this is the one that had all the 14s in it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah it happened at 9, 9.14 a.m., which 9, 1, and 4 equal 14. Had a hood fire in building 9212, which adds up to 14, in a uranium uh, processing facility. Uh, and that was in Tennessee. So kind of strange that there was a fire in one of those places right after the big derailment thing. And then that fire at that um, copper yeah. plant. And that was also in, in Ohio, Ohio, Bedford. Sounds um, a little bit like Building 7. Yeah. Um and that was another thing that was brought to my attention is that there was also a plane crash around mm-hmm. um, Hillary Clinton Airport in Little Rock. Five passengers died. All five passengers, including the pilot, worked for an environment consulting firm called CTEH. The plane was headed to Columbus, Ohio to conduct environmental testings at Bedford, Ohio explosion from the day before. CTEH was also contracted by Norfolk, Norfolk, Norfolk. How do you even say that word? Fuck. Norfolk. <laughs> Norfolk Southern to test the water in East Palestine. So kind of strange that they were hired to test the water and then five of their people going to test stuff ended up dying in a plane crash. Mm-hmm. And that one Clinton aide... Mm. That was found dead, hanging from a tree with a gunshot wound in his chest, and no gun. Yeah, that. But then I went back and re-listened to that, and that was that. uh, That death happened last May. Oh. But the findings were just released. Okay. Of course. But that is so weird, dude. Talk about that a little bit, if people don't know about it. I can't remember the dude's name or anything, but. He was he had like, like related some, to Epstein Island shit. Yep. And was a long time uh, oh, Clinton whatever. Clinton, Duda Moran, Duda Mabob. Worked with the Clintons. Yeah. And he was found, oh, found dead hanging. Ooh. Oh. That was a good band. <laughs> Syracuse, uh, New York. With a gunshot in his chest. Yeah, shotgun, nope. right? Yep. No gun. And I think they found shotgun shells in his car. Mm-hmm. Like, mm. That's easy to do. It's like, yeah. where's the gun, easy. dude? And, and the sheriff's office there had um, ruled the death a suicide. Yeah. He's like tied to a tree. Mm-hmm. It's like... Pinata. With electrical cord or something bizarre like that. It's like, yeah. What? Shotgun. So he ate the shotgun and then shot himself from the inside out. Yeah. That's why they couldn't find it. Yeah. Digested that thing. Mm -hmm. Happens all the time. (laughs) Dude. Happened this morning. Yeah. See it all the time. Yeah. That's just, uh, of course, like you can't find the gun. Ah, no, it's a suicide. Well, where's the gun? Ah, you know, he shot himself. I mean, it's it's what it was. It's It's like, you know, hung himself to a tree and shot himself. Everybody does it. Now, I guess I could. The gun rusted away. Now, maybe, (laughs) maybe some random local person that saw the gun took it and then 
you know, mm-hmm. I don't know. That still seems unlikely to me. Mm-hmm. And it was on like a, oh, like a private ranch. So, yeah. I, I, it'd be hard to believe that somebody would just walk onto somebody's ranch mm-hmm. and happen across some dude hanging from a tree with a gunshot wound in his chest and take the gun and take, take the off. Take the gun and leave, yeah. I see that all the time when I walk under ranches. Oh, so okay. Yeah. Well, it's fine. Stand correct. Nothing to see here. Yeah. Okay. Well, and then, of course, it has to be a Clinton aide, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And then has to be connected to Epstein. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there was something about him being involved in um, finance, money, stuff like that. I can't remember everything on it. No. But Super bizarre. Just another tally for the Clinton body count. Yep. Yep. And then uh, I ended up reading this really interesting article today from the USA Today, and it was talking about the Ohio train derailment, and it was an update from the NTSB. They were saying that the the crew got a warning of an axle overheating, like some ball bearing or something like that, right before it ended up derailing. And uh, the best part of the article was... Right here where it said, residents and local leaders are worried about the long-time health consequences of the train crash, fire, and spill. But experts, but experts and national authorities largely minimize the health concerns, essentially saying the derailment and toxic spill on February 3rd isn't a full-scale environmental disaster. Um, And I'm like, oh, okay, so maybe what we need to do is we need to change the rules and the laws so that if you are the head or a leader of one of these organizations and you say it's safe for people to live in, that means you now have to go live in that location for 120 days to prove that it is totally safe and effective. Mm-hmm. And then when you, don't, yeah, when you don't melt or grow a third arm, we'll know it's good to go. Mm-hmm. Because if that was a, lo- a rule or a law, I guarantee you that a lot of this shit would get cleaned up. Yeah. Coming out of it's just like ACHD around here. Like, all of the construction never happens in front of the, you know, the executives and the commissioners and their neighborhoods. But they block out all of our <laughs> shit. They block out all <laughs> the blue-collar and white-collar people. <laughs> God damn. And completely wreck everything, but... There's all never at the same time. All at the same time. At the same time. You know, close down all the roads, east and west, north and south. And then um, in their little rich Eagle neighborhoods, there's never any road construction. Have you ever been to Eagle and gone through road construction? Not. I mean, other lately. than on like Eagle Road or State Street? Not lately. No. Yeah. We frequented it, Yeah, it's lately, a, so no. Not been in a long, long time. Okay, even in the North End, there's like hardly ever any road closures. All the road closures are all south of town. Yep, all out this south way. South and west, all, all. Unless it's around St. Luke's. What's it, St. Luke's? Downtown. Yeah. Then they'll. Well, that's because they're expanding all the gigantic facility down there. Yeah. 
so they can take Ammon Bundy's $7 million they're suing him for. <laughs> like, ha-ha, sucker. <laughs> take that, dude. Did you see they're suing him? <clears throat> he, he did some big release talking about it and trying to be a big whiner. I'm like, yeah, dude, well, guess what? That's what happens when you go cause a scene and there's a loss of profit. You're now going to be held liable. Now you a bitch. Just like that. So yeah, a lot of weird things are going on, man. The whole the whole world's going crazy right now. Did you see the sphere in Japan Mm-mm. that washed up on the beach? A sphere? No. You didn't see that one? No, mm-hmm. dude. No, nah, dog. The bowling ball. What was Enlighten it? us, if you <clears throat> be so kind. It was something that it just washed up, and they closed down this big beach in Japan and cordoned everything off because nobody knew what it was. You can look it up, and there's a picture of it nobody knew what it was or i don't know if they still do still do or don't know what it is but then they start saying it could have been a chinese uh a spy buoy oh mm. did you look it's, it up no it's but probably an interesting t- twist it's probably one of those big inflatable balls that people can get in and yeah, run across yeah. the water. well it's like it's all like rusted looking and all that shit but there was i don't know if the last thing that i had seen was it was they were blaming china for you know because of the balloons and mm-hmm. now they have a shit in the sea and all that shit but don't know actually what it was so. china's shady dude we had one listener from china probably the president over there whatever yeah. his name is probably listening in probably trying to figure out what what we know about him we know everything dude we got it we know we it. I, I am on to you, you. <laughs> I am on to you uh, anyway you fools got anything else just a huge boner uh, get, you take it Viagra or anything because no. over four hours you gotta go to the hospital no, no. No. I don't need it. No, I don't need it. Got good blood flow. It's all organic. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody knows what that was. It just hit the table. Yep. Not a fist. Third leg. (laughs) (laughs) The kickstand. Yep. They call them a trap mode. You're about to knock over the table, dude. Well. At least I'm not spilling shit on it. <coughs> oh, yeah, I meant to bring it. Dude, I was at the store the other day, and I was saw some of those towels. I was like, oh, I should buy a package and bring them in on my, my own. You shouldn't, because I got a shitload in the garage. I know, but I just <laughs> wanted to do it, dude. Anyway, nothing else from you clowns? Yeah. Nope, I don't think so. Total clown. Total <clears throat> clowns. All right, well, excuse me. Jesus Christ. Like in the depths. Yep, that came from deep. That was a Myers Meats special <laughs> right there. <laughs> Brought to you by Myers Meats. Um, like we said, we were gonna probably take a break from Kennedy for a while, do a little bit of other stuff. So today we're gonna talk about the Fall River, Massachusetts murders. Uh, happened between seventy nine and eighty. Originally thought to be linked potentially to some satanic cult um kind of a weird deal 
like th- three murders was three murders, right? Mm-hmm. One and a, and a one more, so a fourth that wasn't tied to it, but they thought could potentially be related to the murder um, or to the to the same group. Um, came to my radar couple probably like maybe 2015 we went to boston for vacation kind of made a tour around you guys remember that um it was on netflix it was a documentary called american scream and it was about the house haunters people that set up their houses and make them all Mm -hmm. you know super crazy during halloween uh it was a documentary about a couple house haunters in New England that were like super big time into it, and one of the guys in the in the series or in the documentary, a guy named Victor, I can't remember his last name, but he had gone pro, and he ended up creating like a commercial house haunt in Taunton, Massachusetts. So we went, me, the enforcer, my buddy, and his wife, we flew out there to go to just do tour of Boston and hit the Freedom Trail and go to Salem and all that stuff and we the first night we went down to Taunton to go to that dude's uh, pro house haunt and then the next day we got up and we went down to Fall River which is like you know pretty close to Providence I didn't realize how close it was to Providence Rhode Island but it's pretty close and uh Fall River is where the whole Lizzie Borden murders took place. So we went down there and went to the Lizzie Borden house and did the tour. Have you guys ever done that? No. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool, dude. That house is super creepy. Ooh. Who the fuck did that? It was Lizzie Borden's ghost, dude. Was that you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ghost <laughs> Yeah. <dance. laughs> Make sure we get a medium shirt for him. <laughs> <laughs> Shots over the bow. (laughs) Um, But no, so we had gone back there. We had gone to Taunton and gone to the, the, I can't remember what the name of the the house haunt place was, but while we were there, that guy, Victor, we told him where we were from. We're like, hey, we're from Idaho. He thought that was pretty cool. We'd flown out there to go to that thing. So turned on the lights at the end of the thing and walked us through and showed us the behind the scenes on on his house on the commercial house on it was pretty cool we met like some of the role player actor people and then as we were leaving we got a picture with him and um i ended up picking up a documentary called the bridgewater triangle that was a locally produced documentary about the bridgewater triangle and fall river taunton's in the middle of it and then fall river i think is the very edge of the triangle and there's all these strange occurrences as soup we talked about it before on the show where supernatural kind of occurrences happen so in that documentary there's a clip about the fall river murders so that's how i originally had found out about it It it's just kind of a weird deal Mm -hmm. and uh like i said it supposedly had satanic connections cult connections um not sure if those are of luke will talk <clears throat> about that more but i didn't really see i don't know to me it didn't seem like there was much to that other than other than the there being somebody saying that's what was happening in the group and mm-hmm. then the undercover cop that infiltrated the group saying that he 
witnessed, witnessed a ritual at this apartment. Yes, but yeah. other than that, it, there's not really any seem to be solid satanic connections, but who knows? I guess you mm-hmm. can draw your own conclusions at the end of it. But it was kind of weird because it did come on the heels of the satanic panic of the late 70s. You know, Santa's son of Sam was 77, mm-hmm. so this is like two years later. Not yeah. super far from New York. New York. Mm-hmm. Um, hey. So, I don't know at the river. Yeah. But I we we went to like I said we spent a a day or half a day in in Fall River. I didn't. I thought it was a kind of a rough town. Um, we were there during the day. I think our Lizzie Borden uh, house like tour thing or whatever it was was at like 11 in the morning or 11 30 we got there a couple hours early walked around went to a dunkin donuts and it was just it seemed like a rough town like mm-hmm. getting off of the some of the main streets it was even for being in the morning it was like whew, don't think i'd walk around town here at night mm-hmm. by myself you know you need a crew yeah i uh, worked with a guy that lives there and he was like Dude, that place sucks. He worked at uh, one of the hospitals there and said there's people getting stabbed in the parking lot of the hospital and shit. Yeah. Like, man. I could definitely see that. Like I said, we when we were there, we Wicked. stayed... Huh? Wicked. Wicked. We stayed there. We stayed in Southie, and I was originally... The enforcer had set that Airbnb up, and I was like, ooh, dude, I heard some bad stuff about Southie. I don't know if that... And then we got there, and it was, like, totally, like, gentrified, completely different at the time. I mean, it was, like, it was, like, a, you know, it was not rough at all. But then when we got down to Fall River, it was, like, ooh, you know, Mm. like, you got to have some brass knuckles in your pocket, dude, because, (laughs) you know, just walking around, like, I literally went into a Dunkin' Donuts, get some coffee, and coming out, and there was, like, a couple dudes in the parking lot that were like staring me down I'm like bro like oh hey it's cool dude I just, I'm here for donuts <laughs> donuts and coffee donuts and coffee if you want me to i'll buy you a donut <laughs> it was uh it was a rough town but it was no big gulps huh yeah situation <laughs> yep. big gulps up see you later um but that lizzie borden house was pretty cool and like i said this this case kind of happened in that area of Fall River, between Fall River and New Bedford, which is like right next door. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, with that, when um, I w- went out to Massachusetts for like a week for uh, a job, and it was a got a job. Hey, I got a job in Massachusetts. It was in yep. Raynham, um, <clears throat> so south of Boston. I can't even remember how far it was, but on. The one day that I had off, like I went up, went through Old Town and um, did like walk through the Paul Revere house mm-hmm. and everything. That was pretty cool. Yeah. But it's like, dude, the stairway was like so yeah. narrow. Yeah. Like, how fucking big was this guy? Like, we yeah. were little back then, dude. Remember yeah. learning about uh, Charles Ingalls? No. Back in elementary school. I mean, those people were like, it's smaller hands and shit back then. Hmm. They were smaller people. <laughs> they were little, huh? Yeah. Imps. Little <laughs> house on the prairie. Dude, right? <laughs> little. Little house. Yeah. Yeah. Little hands. Yeah. 
You didn't learn about that shit in elementary school and they bring all that shit around for like Mm -hmm. centennial days and shit? Mm Mm-mm. Yeah, I remember that. Either that or I was in tutoring when that was going on. Yeah. <laughs> I was getting held back in second grade, so <laughs> I don't remember that. I got held back in second grade, everybody. I was uh, not mature enough to go on. <laughs> it's like, dude, really? Like, who's who's mature in second grade, dude? You know, like, what is the bar being Obviously, set? Obviously, everybody else in the class. <laughs> I, I know. <laughs> That's the sad part, dude. So just think, dude, if I'd never gotten held back, we would never... You would be sitting here. Dude, we would, <laughs> the podcast would never have happened. The band would never have happened. Kuru. <laughs> Sinister. <laughs> that would never have happened, dude. Sunlight. The sunlight would never have happened. CB700. Yep. Uh, the five-string Samick. Yeah. Us sitting in the... Um, lobby of the gym eating lunch and putting our trash inside the heater heater vent yeah that was <laughs> wicked smart yeah <laughs> i'm surprised Shit. we didn't burn that place Shit down piled dude. up <laughs> it was piled up. there was like a hole in the is like this old school like radiator heater in the lobby of the gym and it was like it had a like a big hole in the face of it like in the grill <laughs> part of it and so jake and i would sit there and eat our lunch and then we would just like take the trash and <laughs> just, just thought it was a good idea. Yeah, I thought it was a good idea to <laughs> stuff it inside this hole, and then it filled all the way up. And then the janitor must have come and like yeah, one day we came and like it's all gone. It's all gone. <laughs> so then we started filling it up again, dude. What would we have done if that place had caught on fire? Just been like, it wasn't us. Yeah, yeah, that would have worked out real well. <laughs> Get our wages garnished for life. <laughs> Build a new gym. Who's that or the cockroaches just took out all? Yeah, probably. Yeah. There were cockroaches down in the old gym for sure. We saw them when we came in for in the old gym football practice. Turn on the lights, the cockroaches. Shit. The like, oh, they're real. God damn. But yeah, dude, none of that stuff would have happened. Yeah. We would never have rear-ended the librarian. Yeah. We would never listen to Supercharger Heaven. I know. What the fuck? We would never have saw the one-legged seagull. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the one-legged seagull. Yeah, when we were waiting for yep. the parking lot to clear out, yep. we are like, dude, yeah, that we seagull's only there. got one leg. Holy shit, I forgot about that. Yeah. God damn. Yeah. One-legged seagull. A lot of cool stuff in my life wouldn't happen. <laughs> so thank you to my second grade teacher that decided to tell my parents it was best for me to be held back. Riding in Luke's. Nissan. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Oh, whoops. <laughs> I'm going to the mall. You roll up. Is this thing going to make it? I can't believe I said that. I didn't even know Luke. <laughs> no. What would I have done if he would have just smashed me in the mouth? <laughs> Boom! <laughs> I was thinking the same thing, probably. I don't know if it's going to make it. You're like, I it's, really don't know. You're like, we got jumper cable. <laughs> Nobody had a cell phone back then, so we would have had to find a payphone. Yeah. Then we would have had to have change. Would have had to have money for Remember it. when payphones were 25 cents and then they changed it to 35 cents? And you're like, dude, who walks around with a, a, a dime <laughs> and a quarter? Like, come on. Nobody. Nobody. <clears throat> I hate change. Yeah, me too. I loathe change. You're probably Apple Pay, aren't you? What is Apple Pay? <laughs> 
<laughs> Never mind. Moving on. This guy doesn't know nothing about crypto. <laughs> nope. This guy knows nothing about Dogecoin or anything cool like that. Nah, dog. I don't. I mean, neither do I. Anyway. So Fall River, Fall River, Massachusetts, the murders. Take it away, Luke. Make it good. Oh, here, here. Oh, damn. All right. Well, you'll have to bear with me, folks. Oh, um, great. The, are you talking to them or us? Well, I'm out. Because well, we have to bear with you. Yeah. Everybody. <laughs> <laughs> so on uh, Amazon Prime, there's a documentary. Um, it's actually on MGM, but you can Ooh. buy it for seven bucks. It's... I think it's four episodes about this. This got money. <clears throat> this guy's made of cash. <laughs> and uh, in this docu series, they they go through like the whole thing um, and kind of get into what people um, or why it was being classified as like a satanic cult murder deal. Uh, they kind of go into. Their debunking of that and all that <laughs> was kind of Snopes stuff, involved so. in this because pretty much, <clears throat> but I mean, it was it was informative, but just like any other docu series, they have their own their slant angle. to it. And yeah, it's like eh, if you just pay attention to the information and then it's kind of cool, <clears throat> kind of. So yeah, kinda, kinda. Um, so these uh, murders, they took place, obviously, in Fall River. Obviously. Um, <clears throat> and the uh, the three victims that um, we're, we'll be talking about, all three of them were teenage girls. Um, all three were prostitutes. And all of the people that were arrested and connected to it were in that same um, circle, either prostitutes or pimps. Um, I guess which Fall River was the place to be. Yeah, yeah, and they're talking about the red light district. I'm like, dude, what is this? Like Amsterdam? Like, yeah, yeah. how big is this red light district? Because I didn't like, see it when I was there. Or two blocks down from the police station. Yeah, <laughs> like literally. <laughs> yeah, it's like. <laughs> And then one of these chicks was a pimp, and I was like, wait, what? Yeah. Yeah. How does that work? I wonder if she had a cane. <laughs> cane and a freaking big hat. Big hat fur coat. Fur coat. And like Kramer. Yeah. <laughs> ass man. Where's my bitches at? Hey, ass man. <laughs> All right, so the first um, victim, and her name is like, I don't know. Whenever I hear it, I immediately think of New England. Doreen Levesque. Yeah. Doreen. Uh, she was uh, 17. Um, her She went missing on uh, October 13th of 79. Weird date. Yep. Um, she was found dead the following day some pretty interesting findings at that crime scene mm. um she was bound uh, with her hands and uh bound at her ankles and uh wrists 
Her head had been smashed in by big rocks and had a baseball bat in her. Shoved up in there? Yep. Um, up in it. So the, uh, the police didn't find any leads on that one. It was just like, oh, shit, what the hell is going on here? Um, and I can't remember if they had – they didn't have any leads on that one. Um, and then after the second murder, they started – they got some uh, suspects. And during that uh, questioning and that, it kind of lo- looped back into that first victim. Um, but there was no, like, hard evidence that tied anybody to her. Yeah, it was just like a body under the bleachers at the high school, right? Yeah. Just – Yep. Yeah, just like, like smashed in with a rock. Like, yeah, happens all the time. Right yeah, there. apparently a fall river. Yeah, the river. The river. Um, second victim, uh, Barbara Raposa. She, uh, nineteen years old, and uh, she, I think she went missing uh, November seventh of seventy nine, and then she ended up being found outside of Fall River in the woods. Took less um, than a month later. Yeah. Yep. In uh, Jan- uh, January 26th of 1980. She had the same injuries as uh, Doreen Levesque. Again, with the wrists and ankles bound, head smashed in with a rock. I didn't see anything about baseball bat insertions or anything <laughs> like that. Um, it was probably a hockey stick. Yeah. But in that... In those woods, there had been stories about uh, satanic worship and stuff going on. Yeah. Um, I think they had found, um, like, cat skulls and animal bones and shit in the surrounding area. Um, but nothing really, like, ritualistic around her body. Uh, yeah, just the, just the rumor mill of, of yeah. satanic... Do you guys remember... <clears throat> Growing up here, when there was talk about that being up by Fort Boise Cemetery, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. and there was like talk about the bill, yeah, being like Satan worship and animals being sacrificed up there. And stuff. Oh yeah, we we went up there. We had pictures of uh, there was like a pile of rocks that had the Roman numeral six painted on them, all mm. around the flag post. Mm. We got those pictures. Mm. Yeah. I remember that also coming up around the old penitentiary as well. Mm-hmm. On the back side of that, they're, oh, yeah, they, they sacrifice animals up there. Mm-hmm. That's what my parents used to tell me. Yeah. Stay away from that right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so when this um, second victim was found, uh, they end up um, identifying her and going to her known associates if I'm remembering that right. Mm-hmm. And um, they come across a guy named Carl Drew that was, he was a pimp. Everybody in the area knew him. Everybody's a pimp around there. Yeah, You a pimp? Exactly. Come a pimp. Yeah. Hey, pimp. You <laughs> Hey, hey, whoa, whoa, hey. Yeah. And uh, I think they said that his, uh, he, either he referred to himself or other people referred to him as um uh, like the son of the devil or some shit like that. Yeah. And um, one of his kind of cohorts was a 
gal by the name of Robin Murphy. She was also a teenage um, gal. She a pimp too? Yes. Okay. <laughs> so was. this group's got pimp. three pimps in it. Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> and who's running this shit? She had. Um, she was a, from the story. She was a pretty rough gal. They uh, the police had watched her beat up some dude out in the street That's and awesome. chase him down the, the road and throw a beer bottle at him and shit. And in the, uh, not to kind of go too far off course, but in that... This is Coindoc Pro. Let's, yeah, let's go. Yeah. So <laughs> in the uh, docuseries, they kind of start talking about her history of being um, abused by her family and trying to make her out to be a victim. Uh-huh. Yeah. And that's why she did all these terrible things and just like kind of like you're actually a victim when you're a pimp didn't you know that yeah she probably listened to nails yeah so yeah (laughs) nothing why don't you be the most dog to you nothing and so anyways they start building this case around these two murders um they get uh both uh carl drew and robin murphy kind of going against each other and um robin murphy ends up saying hey this was um carl drew he did both of the murders i i saw it blah 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 and she gets him like uh, a life sentence without possibility of parole and she Played guilty to like second degree murder mm-hmm. on that second uh, on the Raposa murder. During their investigation, um, what was that guy's name? The sergeant that did like the undercover deal. Oh, uh, um, I can't. I didn't write his name down. It was. <clears throat> Sorry, folks. Anyway. Um, Sorry, I was on a different... Uh, he was... Anyway, um, this police sergeant, he he ends up going undercover and uh, is, you know, feeling, getting feelers out there about what's going on. And he hears about an apartment uh, in Fall River where satanic rituals were occurring in the house or in the apartment. So him and his partner... <clears throat> they go to this apartment um, trying to play the role of the scumbags around the area. And You guys cops? No, we're not cops. Yeah. <laughs> we brought beer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they sit in this apartment and watch. Are you going to have your satanic ritual in my apartment? Yeah. Cool. <laughs> and they, they end up, you know, seeing this ritual, um, take place Uh, from the descriptions of it it sounded to me like it was almost like a larping thing (laughs) like people just wanting to have that stigma about them to to put the fear in it to all the other scumbaggery around them yeah that's kind of how it came across to me yeah but i wasn't there so that that was one thing that when it came up in the documentary, the Bridgewater Triangle, they actually interviewed that 
detective. Mm-hmm. And he talks about that that undercover case and it was like it left me like on the cliffhanger. I'm like, well, so what happened, dude? That sounded mm-hmm. like they almost had just went there the one time. Yeah. We went and, and watched then, it and then left. And then like, left. Huh, and that was, it was cool. <laughs> yeah. And it's kinda like, Well, what was your opinion, man? Like mm-hmm. were these was it a real thing or yeah. I don't know. <clears throat> Nothing ever came of it. Like after yeah. he's he's in that um the Fall River thing on the MGM plus or whatever it is. Oh he is. Uh, and he talks about it a little bit, um, but he still went on and kept investigating those kinds of activities. But yeah, that was kind of probably kind of ballsy too, because I didn't, I didn't get the vibe that Fall River was a huge, huge town. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. kind of ballsy, just being like, "Hey, you and me, like, you know." Do you got any Slayer shirts? We're gonna go undercover tonight, dude. We're gonna go, we're gonna go bust up a satanic ring, you know. If you're wearing a Slayer shirt, <laughs> you are satanic. Yeah. So no, all I got's Iron Maiden. That'll work. Yeah, good enough. Let's go. They have that song about six six six. Like it was got just long hair. Yeah, it was just so like bizarre it was like mm-hmm. such a weird plan i was like i remember thinking when i watched the documentary like that was, that was you guys' plan like, just <laughs> grab some beers and we brought reebs <laughs> let's party well, hopefully they don't recognize us it's only two blocks from the station <laughs> yeah party walk out of the station yeah with the beer hell and their fucking <laughs> mullets flapping <laughs> We brought Reeves. Sick shirt. <laughs> Is that brand new? No, I've had it for years. <laughs> Which Chris? So they, so the uh, Carl Drew, Robin Murphy, they end up locked up. Uh, so the lat, the second victim, she was found uh, January twenty sixth, nineteen eighty. The third victim. Uh, Karen Marsden, I think she was 19 or 20. I can't yeah, remember. she was young. Yeah. Young buck. Um, Probably a pimp, too. She goes missing uh, February 8th, 1980. So only like a week after the uh, second victim was found. Mm-hmm. And, and she ends up being found. Go ahead. Had any arrests been made? Prior to the Karen Marsden being found, or were they just on to the group? They had those two. I think they they had them in holding. Um, if I remember right, they had um, Carl held for like fifteen days mm. before they charged him because I think they picked him up on a civil um, rights violation. I don't know, like a. Um, parole violation so they could hold him for up to 15 days that makes sense and then um since the girl flipped on him yeah that rat yeah it seemed kind of weird but this karen marsden she goes missing like a a week and a half ish after uh the second victim's found she's found in westport massachusetts in april of 1980 and 
so during this time, they're kind of building the cases and um, obviously with Carl Drew being held during that time where she's gone yeah. missing, yeah. How he, he couldn't he couldn't have done that one. Yeah. Um, and so they were only able to pin the second murder on him. So that's what he got uh, life for was the second victim. And with Robin Murphy under, you know, close control, she couldn't have done the third murder. Right? Right. You would think. You would think. Unless she was like Houdini. Yeah. She's slipping out. Well, she was a pimp. Yeah, Yeah. she was. P-I-M-P-I-N. So that was the two main uh, suspects that ended up being charged in um, at least one of those. There was a third um, suspect who ended up being arrested on um, that was connected to the other two through that underbelly, seedy underbelly of Fall River, which kind of sounded like it was most of the town. Yeah. Um, a guy named Andre Maltese. Andre the Giant? Yep. And he was supposedly dating the second victim. And so then he was brought in. They didn't they didn't feel like he was a guy, the guy for that murder. They searched his car, they found the same twine that the first two victims had been tied up with. Definitely not our guy. <laughs> Just not feeling it. Yeah. Just not feeling it. Okay. Yeah. The, like the whole court case on uh, Carl Jew is pretty pretty bizarre. Um, but they had already pinned that murder on Carl Drew. So with yeah. the, I mean, basically by the help of this Murphy chick, because she's the one that said. No, 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 no. He, I watched him do this, which, mm-hmm. man, I don't totally know. Totally reliable. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, she's a pimp. <laughs> yep. So. And kind of hearing so, pimp. the the story of her and her, like, ability to manipulate the police mm-hmm. that were investigating it, it was the first thing I thought of was, yeah, <laughs> was um, Damien Eccles. Yeah. Like, he mm-hmm. totally had that same thing going on where he could... I mean, he was... This chick was obviously lying. Um, her story changed, like, every time she told it. But they still, like, believed what she was saying. Like, hmm. It sounds like... Dog. This is probably why case law, like, exculpatory evidence exists. Cases like this. Yeah. Well, uh, Carl Drew, he's still in prison and... Um, at the end of this uh, docuseries, they find this Andre Maltese had done prison time in 1957 for uh, raping un- underage girls. 57? He was that old? Yeah. And he was binding their wrists and ankles behind him, taking them out into the woods. Raping, raping him, raping all that out. shit. Wow. But he died in prison now, so mm-hmm. there's can't really question him in those now. But. And didn't he die? Didn't he die saying that they said he had a mental illness? But he was saying that he was a police. He was a yeah. tool for the police, or yeah. like he he yeah. thought he was some informant. 
<laughs> he probably had some celly that was like telling him, "You're a rat." He's like, "Yeah, yeah I'm a rat." <laughs> and, and he was also known in Fall River for picking up junior high girls mm. and doing shit to them. What a creep! Yeah, I think, I think they said that he was like the only guy there that wore like cowboy clothes. <laughs> it's like huge belt buckle. He had like the shit. only thing that like, was satanic on him was he had a Slayer belt buckle <laughs> that was like huge. Yeah, it it was pretty crazy. Um, just hearing the the story of it and this Carl Drews, a t- public defender, had never tried a murder case before, and after this case, he quit practicing <laughs> law and. I think I'm going to retire. Yeah, it didn't go so well. I'm out of here. It was pretty pretty, uh, pretty crazy to hear. Um, let's see here. Murderpedia. They have a pretty big uh, write-up on this uh, Carl Drew guy. <clears throat> they have his little, oh, what do you call it, bio. <laughs> Classification, murderer. <laughs> Characteristics, murderer. occultist and pimp. <laughs> is it and or is it in? In pimp. Occultist and pimp. Said he organized his stable as a satanic coven and sacrificed young women who displeased him. Well, oh. we're going to talk about, wasn't one of them beheaded? Yes. Which one was that? Was that Marsden? I thought that was Marsden that got beheaded. I think it... Yeah, it was. Because they found her skull on the they beach. They found her skull, yep. Yeah. And tufts of hair. Yeah. Uh, and I think some teeth in the woods. But that was part of the story that yes. Murphy had spun to the police. Is she said that Carl said had the other girl, the one that died... Mm-hmm. Ripped the hair out, and then didn't he? Then he snapped her neck. Yep. And, and then he had made her, her cut her throat. Yes. And then do some oral on her. And, and then, then he did. And then he did the dead body. Mm-hmm. And then he drew a, a X in blood on her on her torso. And then he took blood from her and put it on her head mm-hmm. in the form of a cross. And said, you're one of us now. Yeah. But that was Murphy that said all that stuff. And when I listened, oh, and then, and then she said that she, that they, that he kicked the head around like a football. Mm -hmm. And I remember I was like, that's a pretty like vivid thing to make up. Mm -hmm. But then the more that I started reading about that Murphy chick and then kind of like what he was saying and then the court trial specifically where. There were people that said if you read the court transcripts, you would never believe that Carl Drew was the murderer. Mm-hmm. And the more I started thinking about that, kicked her head around the football, the more I was like, that does sound kind of like a crackhead like story. Like, oh, yeah, and then, and mm-hmm. then, and then mm-hmm. he like cut the head off, and then, and then he had sex with the body, and then, and then. Yeah. It's like, yeah. and then he kicked it around like a football. I was like, I, I don't know, man. Like, that mm-hmm. just seems kind of... Yeah, and then extreme uh-huh. at one of her um, parole hearings, she recanted everything that she said. 
said that he was not said involved. the district attorney made her mm-hmm. do all that stuff which yeah you would think that that would spark an investigation into the district attorney right that yep and in that uh fall river docuseries they talked to a, a bunch of the witnesses that all had the same story that the uh police and the district attorneys were threatening them with jail time if they didn't mm. sell this story to the jury and um, they brought in a bunch of uh, character witnesses for um, the prosecution that kind of did glowing praise for the police force and all that kind of stuff and um, all of the defense witnesses were all junkies mm-hmm. so they didn't have to try too hard to say oh this guy's junkie he doesn't know what he's talking about yeah so it was pretty weird with the um andre maltese he um he was arrested he had a high-priced attorney he came in was it melvin belli i probably was probably (laughs) was and he ends up getting uh maltese bailed out and then within hours of that is when the third victim went missing. That's when Karen Marsden went missing? When Karen Marsden went missing. And I thought that at some point, didn't him and Karen Marsden have like some kind of like a fling or something? They all. Because like everybody's having, everybody was doing everybody. Like yeah. the chicks were doing each other. And then mm-hmm. they were like uh, getting jealous that the guys were doing the other chicks. And it was just like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Orgies, dog. Total. Total. Yeah. It's like fucking weird like, yeah weird people yeah the river yeah um so on that murderpedia it goes into some of the those findings that we just talked about um let's see here there is one thing oh yeah <clears throat> carl drew says let's see here this story was written in son of a bitch wrong page Jesus. Um, hour. Yep. Um, he declared himself to be Satan mm. and he would, would reportedly chant and pray in different languages yeah. and leading his flock through grisly steps of human sacrifice on at least two occasions mm. do people know it was another language or yeah yeah Sounded was, like pig Latin. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who's Who's that? That? <laughs> oh wait, that's not pig Latin. It's a bunch of pimps. Um, <laughs> Pimp daddy. Yeah, we know a bunch of different languages. <laughs> yeah, he's definitely seen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Trust me, dude. I've seen it. Um, I studied this shit. One thing that did pop out to me when I was reading this is uh, Carl Drew's um, hearing was 11 days long. Yeah, I thought the same thing. I was like, dude, I was just going to say the same thing. (laughs) So, I mean, I thought that was pretty interesting. Um, And then in 1999, that, uh, I think, was his name Paul Carey? Or Who? that uh, guy, that, that detective. It was Paul something. So if it is Paul Carey, he wrote a story in March of 99 about 
you know, his underground or his undercover escapades wearing a Slayer shirt thing. Um, yeah, they said that they, um, they got two six packs of beer, went to the apartment. We didn't tell anyone we were cops, obviously. Like, <laughs> cool story, man. <laughs> we are cool story, bro. Cops. Yeah. Um, people started arriving, including Drew, a known pimp, and Murphy. So both of those two were at the, the place. So this must have been before. Yeah. Um, they were soon joined by a woman named Karen Marsden, um, who'd later end up becoming the third victim. And at the apartment, we watched a satanic ritual. There were strange chants. A hail Satan announcement indicated that yeah. Satan had entered the room. <laughs> like, that sounds like yeah. fucking bullshit to me. Like, yeah. Sound, that, that's why yeah. it sounds like LARPing to me. Um, let's see. <laughs> I thought it was a pretty cool story, bro. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's that's kind of the big stuff I had. Mur- um, Murphy ended up getting uh, paroled out. She right? did get paroled out once, and she got... Uh, and then they found her dead with hung, a baseball bat up her badge? Nope. She got oh. hung back up for... Um, Pimping? She hooked up with another known felon mm, and got jacked up. Yep, and she's still trying to get out. Yeah, I picture him showing up in this the show no mercy t shirt. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, probably crisp, brand new. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's so fucking cheesy. Yeah. Look yeah. it up, folks. Yeah. The Slayer Show No Mercy. He's album. probably wearing that yeah. and some bell bottoms. <laughs> mm-hmm. 79, 80. Yeah. With the. With a leather jacket. Short on top mullet. One that's kind of has the waves to it. Yeah. With like a leather jacket with like all the zippers on it and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Battle Boom vest. box. <laughs> yeah. And cigarette in his ear. <laughs> He'll see it, man. (laughs) With aviator aviator sunglasses. (laughs) The sacrifice. The one thing that kind of... Like I said earlier, every documentary has their slant to it. But they totally went overboard trying to, like, say that satanic cults weren't a thing. Mm Mm-hmm. And that it was just all the satanic panic going on at the time, which a lot of it, I'm Definitely sure it was. Been. But, I mean, look, what we've talked about with the Son of Sam stuff, mm-hmm. um, Dahmer, the Night Stalker. Manson. Manson. Yeah. ONA shit. Uh, it's like, it's MK Ultra. MK Ultra. <laughs> the often... MK often yeah. sub project uh, like Apollo program. Yeah. It's like that that's a real thing. Yeah. But then at the same time it's like I'm sure that whole satanic panic thing, just like the hippie movement, I think that was probably a psyop. Definitely. And just to 
discredit control and freak out and like discredit yeah. discredit that it's an actual thing so it can still go on without yeah. anybody taking it seriously which is exactly what's going on right now with the whole pedo thing now it's oh no they're not pedophiles they're minor attracted people it's yeah. like just make it commonplace so that it mm-hmm. you can continue doing it yeah nah, dog yeah. yeah there was on my way over here i just watched a video <clears throat> over while in, you were driving i had a plan okay. i was i was this watching the road in a illegal driving dog. illegal driver right and here luke nope i was in the passenger seat yeah. it, i was in <laughs> it the tesla was, it, was it was driving, driving. itself <laughs> Okay, cash checker. Um, <laughs> but there was a a huge billboard over in Australia. Some huge fat dude, like huge. fatter than me, in a like, tiny ten thirty two shit. Oh, with a huge teddy bear head on, just out in the street for like there. Oh, I can't remember what it was called, but like kind of glorifying that lifestyle. Mm. Like, and then a bunch of people defaced it and painted over it and said, mm. leave the kids alone and shit. Balenciaga is no good. Yeah. But, I think you're probably right about that whole satanic panic as it seemed. Either that or it was some kind of a psyop to put those things out there and then make that like the cool thing you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. almost like that was the new hippie movement right mm-hmm. so you had the hippie movement in the 60s where it was like obviously they were the they, counterculture yeah they created the counterculture metal yep. and punk and now it's back to pop yeah which i would really like to i think maybe next week we should talk about um that stuff going into the the, the pop stuff because found a bunch of crazy well not a bunch but i found some some pretty wild connections between the dc punk scene and the military industrial complex mm-hmm. like how is this possible you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. henry rollins like connections it, dude there's some the singer of the bad brains it's mm-hmm. pretty wild dude hmm. some of it yeah that would be interesting to hear because but i never really liked the bad brains was like yeah they're not terrible. into those guys they're terrible but but there's for being like these kids that were you they know, were huge and for being these kids that were part of these you know counter culture of the time punk diy scene it's like all their dads are like four-star generals and shit it's the exact same thing as the you know 1960s with uh, laurel canyon but it just happened to be on the east the, coast the new wave yeah mm-hmm. and so this this whole satanic stuff was probably definitely something to push that out there and get get people you know wanting to mm-hmm. kind of get on the train you gotta it's target something super yeah. like the parallels are insane because like the hippie movement all peace and love and blah 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 mm-hmm. and it's being you know egged on by the powers that be and then the violence. punk and metal, you well, know, the violence and satanic shit. And, ooh, we got to get this going now that nobody cares about hippies. Let's create the new scare. But they said the end of the hippie movement was the Manson murders of 69. Mm. 
and then right it, around what can we then, do yep and then right as that that transitioned into the um zodiac killings and transitioned into the 70s serial killers and then transitioned into the late 70s satanic panic dude it's all it's all one thing yep i think so too and 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 (laughs) there's a military base not too far from where all this happened in fall river Mm -hmm. so there's that yeah swish three-pointer dog Swish. Is that all you got? You gotta hit the button for that swish. That's the one. Three pointer, baby. Three pointer. (laughs) That's all I really got. I think Um, you hit the nail on the head, dude. I think that was good. Um, The only thing I'll add is that. um, I did have one more thing. So, with this Maltese guy. he lived in between where the first and second victim were found within, mm. I think it was like two miles of those locations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. The um, The only thing that I want to add is that this guy, Carl Drew, dude, where he screwed up is that he didn't get Sean Penn and <laughs> Eddie Vedder on his on his side dude that's what you needed mm-hmm. you'd have got out of prison and, dude just like damian eccles yep one thing that i will add is i am a pimp oh and you I have am a boner a yes i that's what i am now <laughs> and I then all three of us are pimps yeah uh, last thing on that uh docuseries is the innocence project is working with mm. carl drew because he had exhausted all of his appeals. Sounds kind of like maybe there's something there. I mean, as soon as I started really kind of like reading a little bit more about the the Murphy stuff, I was just kind of like, dude, I think they that those guys really put their eggs in one basket with her, and she did not really seem like a credible witness. No. But I get it. You got dead bodies and things like that that are stacking up, but at the same time, like, the glove don't fit you must acquit (laughs) (laughs) doesn't fit anyway i thought that was good Mm. kind of a cool little case yeah talk about the river the river plus i've been there so i have some context Mm. i had a guy try to fight me in the parking lot so i've been there nice did you beat his ass i grabbed a rock and smashed his <laughs> I've head. heard about this around. And then I this found a baseball wrong. bat. Yeah. And the baseball bat went. <laughs> yep. No, I didn't do any of that. But I am a pimp. Yes. Just like you. We're pimps. Anyway. Nice. You we guys got anything else to add besides pimp pimpery? We're the pimps of Cohen Doc Pro. Cohen Doc Pro. We're going to change this to the Cohen pimp. Doc Pimps. Pimp and Doc Pro. <laughs> <laughs> Just out pimping the Pimp and Doc Pro. It ain't easy, but it's necessary. It's necessary. That's what they say. <laughs> you know. All right. Well, with that said, we've killed our liquid D's. Luke only had one tonight. Yep. But our we, uh, I got a second. He does for the drive home. Yep. While he watches YouTube while driving and yeah. drinking a liquid D and not watching the road. Illegal Drive with my knees. I'm a pimp. <laughs> all right. Well. With that said, we will catch you all next week. Episode 43. Later.
Cheers. Cheers.